Are you an adult with dyslexia? Are you longing for more in your life than the constant, relentless push and pull on your emotions that dyslexia brings? What about those physical demands that require you to constantly shift gears, to rethink? Can I do this? Well, your host, Hope Bill, understands. Diagnosed as an adult, she often believed she wasn't good enough. Fear and shame were her constant companion. Until she met Christ, then everything changed. This podcast is devoted to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to make more room in their life for Christ. You will hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and to let Christ take center stage of your life. Hello and welcome back to Make Room for More podcast. This is the seventh stage and last episode on grieving for those who have a disability. So today I will be wrapping up this series. I really hope that you have enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed revisiting this topic and putting it together for you. I also hope that you have been encouraged and informed. You know, we started with denial and it is fitting that we end with reoccurring cycle of grief. So let's spend a few moments together today to recap what we have learned and why we may experience at different periods of our life grief when we have a disability and how we can learn and grow as Christians. So why have we been talking about grief? Well, it plays a huge part in our healing from the emotional impact of having dyslexia. So what have we learned so far? Grief is defined by Webster's New World Dictionary as an intense emotional suffering caused by loss, acute sorrow, and or a deep sadness. Grief is the emotion and feeling we experience when we are informed of a loss or the continuation of living with a disability. According to psychologist Kenneth Moses, there are seven stages of grief those with a disability may go through. Number one is denial, two is anxiety, three is anger, Four is guilt, five is fear, six is adjustment, and seven is the reoccurring cycle of grief. I have devoted an episode to each stage because they can stand alone. So please listen to all of them or the one you may be experiencing. You don't have to go in any set order because, let's face it, we will discover that sometimes we are all over the place. We will also learn that as we recycle through the grief process, as some of us will do, it doesn't mean that we are not growing and healing from our grief. So be kind to yourself and keep moving forward. Remember, if you need someone to talk to, please contact a trusted friend, family member, pastor, or counselor. The important thing is to know that you do not have to go through this alone. So let's talk about reoccurring cycle of grief. We will move in and out of grieving at different stages in our life. Significant events or changes will happen, such as we may start going to college or we may start a new career that places demands on us or when we reach a milestone in our life and new adjustments needs to be made. All these events may trigger a grief reaction. Holidays, a birthday, a family gathering, might make us also revisit loss of a dream. 
I encourage you to identify your thoughts and feelings and try to discover where you stand with them. It's important to remember that some people can be in two different places at one time or may start off at anger and move into denial. As I have stated in these series, please do not walk through the grief alone. I know I'm being redundant, but it's really important that you contact a trusted friend, a family member, a pastor, or a counselor. You don't have to do this alone. And it is important to remember that how we respond to our disability or someone else's disability is just that, our response, not someone else's. That means we must own them, take responsibility for them. That will be the only way to let them go so that healing can begin. Try not to demand that other people function out of where we are or make decisions based on how we feel. Dyslexia doesn't just affect a person, it affects the family, the community, and the world. And that can be positive or negatively. Okay, let's recap. Denial. As adults, we accept both the diagnosis and the permanency, but we may deny the impact it has had on our life. We may be denying our feelings, how much it hurts, anxiety. As adults with dyslexia, we can still experience anxiety because we may be still viewing dyslexia as an obstacle in the way of what we want to accomplish. We may also see ourselves as inadequate. Those anxious thoughts may pervade our thinking when dealing with the physical and emotional impact of the disorder. The next one is anger. As adults, we may be angry because it took so long for us to get a diagnosis. We may be angry because dyslexia have... We may be angry because we believe that dyslexia has stolen our dreams. We may be angry because there is no cure. It's a lifelong disability. We may even be angry with God for allowing us to have dyslexia. Most of our anger comes from a sense of feeling powerless and out of control. Remember, angry children become angry adults. And if the pain we have, the hurt of having dyslexia has never been dealt with, it will and has found expression. The next one is guilt. We may feel guilty because of how we are coping with the diagnosis, the treatment. We may be experiencing some emotional detachment towards a family member who doesn't seem to understand what we're going through. We may feel guilty because of a sense of hopelessness. And we may be feeling guilty because we have been dealing with the same emotional responses for years and we don't seem to be getting any better. This may lead to depression or has led to depression. The next one is fear. Dr. Moses wrote, when we permit ourselves to risk, permit ourselves to have dreams, and it doesn't work out, the fear is that the pain will be so great we'll never permit ourselves to risk hoping or dreaming ever again. The feeling of fear and the sharing of that fear are ways for us to find the inner strength and courage to begin and or continue loving ourselves. The next one is adjustment. What has helped us find normalcy and adjust in our life? Depression. As an adult, we may feel certain emotions as it relates to our disability. When people are depressed, tears may come frequently. Sometimes everyday activities hold no interest. 
There may be physical symptoms such as sleeplessness or even illness. Again, it is normal to feel sad. It is normal to feel sad. But if this sadness has been going on for two weeks or more, it may be time to seek help. Once again, please, if the sadness is going on a long time, two weeks or more, please seek help. And the last one is reoccurring cycles of grief. We may recycle these stages many times. The good news is, have we grown? We should be able to tell that we have grown, even though we may be going through that cycle again. Because what we learned before, we should be able to use those skills to help move us even more quickly this time through the grieving process. God is our source of strength and renewal, not just once, but every day. Give him permission to have all of you and to meet your needs. And always remember, you are not a mistake. So I'm going to leave with you my favorite scriptures that may offer you hope, courage, comfort, and strength as you continue on your journey. The first one comes from Isaiah 43, 19, which says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, a river in the desert. The second one comes from Isaiah 51, 3. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places, and he will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found therein, thanksgiving in the voice of melody. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, nor is weary? And the last one I'm going to leave with you is, There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making Room for More. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring adults with dyslexia to making more room for Christ in their life today.